So, have you listened to it? Have you listened to the last one? I didn't listen to it. Okay. I, mean, I didn't know it was up. I put a little jingle at the beginning of it, and it's really corny, so I'm not going to do that again. Oh. Okay. <laughs> Hi, this is Chad Gurley, Director of Connections and Communications at Christ Church, and I'm here with Brian Pinter, um, Education Associate, also here at Christ Church. And today, we are going to delve into feeling like Jesus feels. Or felt. Feels? I guess we can feels. say. Feels. How do we... Praying like this. Jesus, make me feel the way you feel. Jesus, make me feel the way you feel. A spiritual director told me to say that prayer one time. And he said, when it's answered, you're going to be really surprised. And you'll have a whole new set of problems. <laughs> by what? <laughs> what are you surprised by? Well, it's... Um, it goes like this. When you, you come to see the world the way Jesus does, what does that mean? Well, we, we have the embraceive heart that Jesus has, which means we, we, it breaks down barriers and breaks down walls. See, look, Jesus is reaching out to people who are outside his tribe, the Samaritans, the story about the Syrophoenician woman. Yeah, um, but with her, he was not... He kind of had to be pushed over the edge. I know, he was not very nice about it, but he got there. And I think that's, that shows a turning point when something said to him, this is not just for my people, this is for everybody. God is, whatever God is doing in Jesus, he's bringing it, God is bringing it to everybody. But he kind of made it a point to say that he was there for the Jewish people. Yeah. And I, he didn't really say that I'm here for the Gentiles or I'm here for... Not that he did not reveal that to mm-hmm. later, but in the New Testaments at least, or not to, in the, the Gospels. Um, well, if you read the Gospel of John, there is clearly an outreach to Samaritans. There's a Samaritan theme in there, which was not... a Those have been people who were certainly not of Jesus' tribe. In well, fact, and there's also the captain's... Um, the Roman centurion servant. Yeah, yeah. So there's a trajectory that, that goes from Jesus. So there's, there's that sense of embraciveness. And then you also come to see the other side of that is when you um, grow into that place, you, you really weep for the world because you just see how polarized and divided we are. And we're retreating into tribalism and all that stuff again. And you just know that that's not the heart of God. Well, yeah, I kind of look out and and think about, I mean, I, when I was in the Holy Land recently and in Jerusalem, and I thought, you know, I was just kind of walk. I felt like I was walking in the human Jesus's steps, just mm-hmm. kind of trying to figure things out. And I felt so much like the world in which we live right now is so similar to what he was living in. Yeah. And you can't help but, but weep for that. Pope Francis yeah. talks about that. He says, how could you not weep for the world? When you just see how much pain it's in and how wounded it is. Well, and I think, what was it, when he goes, when he's praying in the Garden of Gethsemane, yeah. I really think that his tears are tears just over the state of the world. Mm-hmm. There's a scene, I think, in Luke's Gospel, where Jesus is looking over the city of Jerusalem and, and weeping over it. And he says something like, oh, I've wanted to take care of you like a mother hen does her yeah, chicks. Yeah. Very interesting feminine female image of God yeah. there. Um, the other thing that happens, I think, when we, we pray like this, Jesus, make me feel the way you feel, is we, we have a growing sense of, of uh, sensitivity to, to ecology, to the, to the non-human environment, non-human nature. 
we just see the suffering of the planet and we feel that. And that's in the heart of Jesus too. If you, as you look at those stories, he has a special relationship with nature. He walks on water, he calms a storm, he, uh, some of his parables have nature images. So he sees nature as this wisdom teacher, talks about the beauty of lilies and mm -hmm. he's just amazing. Wow, look at the world, isn't this just beautiful? Look how mm -hmm. God takes care of all this. So that's, that's the sign of a person who has a, has a deep connection with the natural world. Um, and so I think that, and that comes from it. And also the other thing is, uh, in spiritual direction, this is in my, in my studies as I've, as I've gone through my training to be a spiritual director, we notice that sometimes with people who are well into their 70s and they've lived lives of they're very faithful in marriage or if they're in religious life, very faithful to their vows of chastity, they get in to be past 75 and beyond and they have these huge sexual temptations and struggles with masturbation and everything else and they say, well, where, what's all this coming from? This hasn't been a problem before. Well, it's because... They're feeling like Jesus feels. <laughs> <laughs> well, sexuality is a sacred energy. It's like God's yeah. fire. Yeah. And the deeper you go into God, in relationship with God, the more you ascend or descend, or I don't know what the word would be, but the, the deeper you go into God's embrace, the more you feel that. And it's f because we're human beings and we're, we're embodied. Is beings. that passion? Do you think that that's Jesus's passion? Yeah, it's a part of, yeah, it's a part of Jesus's passion and just this longing that he felt for the coming kingdom of God. He was feeling God's energy and God's love for the world and I think that we feel that too, and that, that starts to flow out of our senses. And there's, the mystics talk about this. If you look at St. Teresa of Avila, for example. Yeah, yeah. Can I say something that's going to shock and scandalize everybody? Go for it. <laughs> she, she would go to communion and have an orgasm. I tell that to audiences, and they're a little... Oh, well, is well don't they have that statue, about? the ecstasy? The ecstasy of St. Yeah, Teresa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and it's and, pretty erotic. It is. And it's because... <laughs> People who um, uh, have a very deep spirituality and people who, are, who have a mystical consciousness, they feel that that divine energy and sexual energy are the same thing. Just hmm. as God creates the world and God makes love to the whole world, we too have that drive in us to be creative and to make love. And the more spiritual we come, we become the closer we become to God the more that flows out through our senses mm. and then we have to figure out what we're going to do with that that, that energy energy yeah yeah well it's kind of like being in love with the world or being in love with your fellow human beings or being in love with nature yeah um, and how do you express that and how do you use that for the betterment of it all mm -hmm. um, and how do we do that do you think that, I mean, we have so many different, you know, there's government and there's powers that be, and sometimes we can feel very powerless that even if we, if that our prayers are answered to feel as mm -hmm. Jesus feels, we feel like maybe we're actually not making any headway in, as far as bringing God's kingdom, you know, because 
what am I doing? Am I, the oceans are still being polluted. The, the barrier reefs are disappearing. The Gulf Stream is about to change. And, you know, people are more fragmented than ever. And, and it seems like we just don't even know how to talk to each other anymore mm-hmm. because we just immediately start getting into fights over anything. How do we, are we making a difference and how do we make a difference? I, I think that each... Or maybe it's not, e- maybe that's not even the question because maybe we shouldn't be looking to make a difference. We should just be feeling as Jesus felt. But well, anyway, go Each ahead. of us, I think as we grow into that, we send forth a tiny ripple of hope into the world and we model for people that there is another way. There is another way that we can live. And it says to people that we, uh, we show them that all of us are capable of of being loved and loving yeah and that we role model for people what that means as i think i said last time the best criticism of the bad is the practice of the better Hmm. so we become witnesses to to that hope trusting that god god can and will transform the world can it is taking history somewhere is going to bring it to is bringing us to some kind of fulfillment, and we bear witness to that now. And I, I, but I hear what you're saying. Sometimes it seems like we're really going against the tide, and despite all the evidence to the contrary, that um, God will bring the kingdom of God here on earth someday. But we, we do our part. We send forth hope when we try to live into that in our everyday life. What's the prayer again? Jesus, make me feel the way you feel. Jesus, make me feel the way you feel. Okay, I'm going to be looking for surprises. Yeah, you will be surprised. All right. I guarantee that. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, Brian. All right.